Okay, listen up. This is the Prime to Rise podcast. We are here to redefine education. We are here to prime you for value, prime you for opportunities, and prime you to rise up the ranks in your career. My name is Ike. I am your host. Follow me on IG and TikTok at Don't Tread on Ike. I'm actually solo today. Uh, we do still have Ty the Video Guy in the corner. Make sure you follow him. One last thing that I want to touch on before we get into the episode. Make sure you go check out our student loan and budget calculator. It's available at prime2rise.com. That's prime, the number two, rise.com. Go find out what the return on investment is for your education. Now, in the future, there will be more tools on there. I'm going to be posting things like schedules, submittal logs, just different types of templates that anybody can download and use to make themselves more efficient and more valuable at their job. Today, what I would like to talk about is the RFI process. Now, the RFI process really actually applies to any business. It's not necessarily just the construction industry. What an RFI is, it's a request for information. It's really a formal way of asking a question. Okay, so you submit an RFI formally to somebody, and then they literally have to put a response on it to um, answer your question. Typically, in the construction world, a subcontractor will sell it, send a general contractor an RFI, or any kind of a contractor will sell an en- uh, send an engineer or an architect an RFI, or any of the above could send that to an owner or a client. Again, just officially saying, hey, here's my question. Please acknowledge this in writing so that I can take it forward, right? Now, there's a tremendous amount of power that comes with asking questions. In my career, if there's one skill that I've been able to develop that's helped me more than anything and that can help anybody in any industry is the power of asking questions. Where you get into trouble in your career will be the oftentimes will be in the assumptions that you make. The more assumptions that you make, the more gaps there are in information, in understanding, in communication, the more you expose yourself to getting hurt, to disappointing your client, to missing costs and running up things like change orders or you know time and material tabs. And then you're debating with somebody over what something costs after the work is already done and it just gets, it gets so messy, right? There is tremendous power in asking questions. Now, you can overdo it and you can ask a ton of questions that it will become very apparent that you're just asking questions for the sake of asking questions. Nobody wants that, right? So I want to walk through the RFI process, how it applies in this industry, other industries, and really the proper way to do it so you're doing so in a manner that you're asking questions in a manner that brings value to your client that and who is your client as we've said on other episodes your client is everyone outside of yourself it's your colleagues it's your subordinates it's your um, subcontractors it's your general contractors your design team it is literally everybody because the most important thing that you're going to find is people's perception in you that's how you create value that's how you charge more for your time that's how you get um, clients to ask for you. That's how you get promotions and bonuses and all of these things, right? It's all about creating value. So you want to create value for other people, that return will come. Okay. So due diligence, the first thing that you need to ask yourself when you're submitting an RFI, when you're submitting that request for information, when you're submitting that question is, did I even try to answer this? Nothing drives people more 
insane than when it is abundantly clear that the person asking a question didn't even take an attempt to answer that question themselves. So what do I mean by that? How do we look to answer the question ourselves before we take it to our manager, to the design team, or to a client? Well, did you actually look for it on the drawing? Okay, did you actually look for it in the specifications? Did you actually look for it in the RFP, the request for proposal, right? That's when a company officially asks you to bid or to price a project. If you haven't done those things, you are going to look like a freaking idiot if they, in less than 30 seconds, can say, yeah, it's on drawing A 2.1. And it's just this big detail or this big thing that is staring you right in the face and it's just very obvious you never took an attempt to look at it, right? So you have to make sure that you actually make an attempt in whatever documents are available to you. Now, where else could you be looking? If this is an internal question, like a question within your company, where do we keep this spreadsheet? Where is this uh, process? How do I do this? Where's my you know, HR documents? Whatever it is, right? Most companies have a company drive, right? A share file or a share drive where everyone has access to all the same files. And they spend a tremendous amount of time populating these things to give people tools that they don't have to waste time asking questions, people waiting on answers to questions, and then other people taking time to answer questions, right? So you wanna make sure that you go through there, what folders are there, where could it be? Hey, if I were to create this document for other people in my company, where would I hide it, right? You have to be able to answer that question or at least be able to say, yes, I looked, I dug, so that even if somebody does point it out to you, you can say, oh my God, I, I can't believe I missed that, right? The last thing, we have on these devices right here, right? We have a world of information at our fingertips. If you're asking a question that may be an industry standard or a code or anything that could have insight somewhere on the internet and you didn't even make an attempt to Google it, you come across as lazy, uh, as the opposite of resourceful, whatever that would be, um, but basically a dipshit, okay? So you don't wanna be that person, all right? Now, that's due diligence in trying to answer your RFI, answer your question. What else is valuable? Once you have gone through that, let's, let's say you've gone through that and you've, you've dug through all the documents and Google and codes and everything like that, and you still have a question. Have you tried to think or imagine what could solve it? So let's say there's a detail on the drawing and you need to connect dot A with dot B, but it's not clear how you're gonna do that. Have you, have you thought about what a line would look like from A to B? Would it be a circle or a curve? What, what would it be? You wanna make a suggestion to answer your question. Hey, I don't see um, how tall this table needs to be. Suggestion. Typically, these are 34 inches from the top of the floor to the top of the table. Is, is that what you would like it to be? Maybe they come back and they say 42 inches. Maybe it's 50 inches because it's some you know high top table like you have at a restaurant, right? Make a suggestion so that they don't have to, it shows that you're being proactive, right? And the value in that, 
especially for yourself, is this is your opportunity to try and mold the way people are thinking. If you have an idea that's like, oh man, I hope they don't ask me to go this way. I really want to go this way because it makes my life easier. This is your opportunity to push them that way. Now, what helps push them that way? Along with making the suggestion, what about costs? What about schedule impact? What are the pros and cons? These are the things that matter that will, boom, make a light bulb go off on top of somebody's head to see things your way, right? So make a suggestion and back it up with a cost, a schedule, pros and cons, whatever the impacts are, and especially if you want them to see it your way, make sure you're listing out the positive impacts or the negative impacts of going another way, right? Now, oftentimes the first comment back will be, well, what does it cost, right? And then you got to go back to somebody else, a vendor or somebody, and you got you to try and price it up and then you're waiting on them for a response. And that's tough. That sucks because now you're waiting on somebody else. Um, oftentimes a good strategy with this is coming up with an ROM. That's a rough order of magnitude. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, instead of a 34-inch high table, if you went with a 50-inch table, it could be another thousand bucks, right? Now, the tough part with that is that if it's way over that and you were wrong, uh, they're not going to be happy about that. But um, it's something that you should think about because that's the first thing that they're going to ask you, right? So again, here we are. One, did you do the due diligence? Two, did you come up with a suggestion? Three, did you spoon feed them all of the information with the question, right? If you're on a project and you're asking about one specific detail in a stack of drawings that is 500 pages thick, did you pull out the page in a PDF and circle exactly what you're talking about on that drawing so that they don't have to go look for it? Make it easy for them to answer your question. Did you put a picture with it in the field, like in real life? Hey, I'm looking at this wall right here, right? Where do you want the door exactly? Or I can't put the door here because there's a pipe existing in this location. Do you want me to move the pipe or do you want me to move the door, right? The more information and the more pictures and the more documents that you can hand to them and spoon feed them the information so that they don't have to dig allows them to get back to you in a more efficient manner, right? So you're moving the ball down the field more efficiently, again, creating value. People that are answering your questions, the, the more the least amount of time that they have to give to you, the least amount of bandwidth that they have to spend on you the more they're going to be willing or enthusiastic about answering your question, okay? So you wanna make sure that you're spoon feeding them all of the information that they may need that you have at your fingertips to get an answer out of them quickly. Okay, so now we've done due diligence. We have made suggestions. We have spoon fed them. What's the last thing? You need to manage the expectation, right? For every question that you have, and it better be an important one with a significant impact on your project or whatever the task is that you're trying to do, most of the time you're going to hit a point where you can't do your job anymore until you get that answer, right? Well, when is that? 
the biggest mistake that people make when they submit RFIs or they ask a question of a design team or their boss is that they're not clear about how important it is, how urgent it is, and how that affects their ability to take the ball downfield. Suddenly, a couple of weeks go by, people will say, well, oh, I asked that question. You never got back to me. And they'll say, well, I'm really freaking busy. And you never really told me when you needed it and how important it was, right? So you want to jump up and down and you want to tell them, right? But hey, if I don't have this answer by Monday, then there's a delay in the schedule day for day. Every day I don't have an answer past that, I'm losing a day in the schedule, okay? If I don't um, have an answer by in two weeks, then I can't do my submittal. I can't order this material, which takes 10 weeks to get. And you won't see the impact in the schedule now, but in three months, I won't be able to maintain a schedule because I'm going to be waiting on something to come in. Okay. So you always want to make sure that you're managing people's expectations. You're clear about a deadline and you're clear about an impact. Now, if you're the little boy who cried wolf and everything's hot and everything's urgent and me, 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 then that dilutes the importance of anything that you communicate. So you really have to be selective and make sure that you're being honest about the impacts that these RFIs or these important questions or important requests for information have on your ability to do your job. So <clears throat> that, in a nutshell, is RFIs, how to communicate effectively, all right? Ask a question. Did you try to answer it? Did you give a suggestion? Did you spoon feed them all the information? Were you clear about a deadline? Those are the things that you have to, have to, have to, include before you send your RFI, okay? Now, what about when you're answering somebody's question? Now, a lot of times people will let these things linger out there and unless you're beating down somebody's door, they won't get back to you right away, right? Well, when you're the person reviewing these, whether you're a manager or a design team or, um, or a client, you have to flip it from the other perspective, right? So when you answer this one question, you might enable 10 people to resume their job function, okay? So it doesn't start with you and end with you and just getting something off your plate. It's the people behind the question, the productivity behind the question that's important, right? So you have to make sure that you gain an understanding when you're reviewing these of the impacts. It only takes 15, 20 seconds to understand it, but it's, it's again, about you bringing value to everyone else outside of you, even though they may be you know, under you as far as a flow of information goes, okay? Now, the biggest complaint that people have when they submit RFIs is that they don't get adequate answers, right? So you'll have a design team or a client and they'll answer a question, but it's like a politician answered the question. It's like, oh, okay, that didn't really address what I, what I asked. I need a specific answer, right? And you close that, but it's not really closed, right? The, it's not really officially answered. This is still open and now it screws up everybody's tracking. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. I know everyone wants to cover their ass and not take responsibility and give vague uh, answers, right? Like a, like a politician, but that's not going to get anything done, okay? So if you can't give a very clear, direct, and specific answer as clearly required because either you don't have the authority or you don't want the responsibility or there just wasn't enough information in the question, then you need to call the person who sent it and you need to schedule a meeting. Hey, I don't understand this. Hey, I'd love to address this, but it'd just be easier to answer if we all have our heads on a call or heads together in a room. And then the notes from that meeting, however you want to tailor it, you can agree on the answer and follow up in writing. 
That is the best way to answer an RFI, especially if you're either unsure or if you don't want to take the responsibility. I've said on another podcast that submittals are the most important uh, document in the construction process. Well, that's when you're setting up your dominoes. To keep your dominoes falling efficiently, the lifeblood of your project is RFIs, right? Uh, because those are the questions that are going to keep people going in the field. And oftentimes, you don't even find these until you go to do something. In an ideal world, you have the crystal ball and you can see all these problems. But it's when you know the carpenter goes to frame something or the super goes to lay something out or somebody goes to do something and it just doesn't work. That's when all of the rats come out from under the cabinets to get the crumbs on the floor. Okay, so RFIs, very important and are definitely an opportunity to create value for you. Um, for everybody's perspective outside of you. Again, if you're asking the question, do your due diligence, come up with suggestions, expedite an answer um, by spoon feeding them, make a clear deadline with a clear impact. And if you're answering, make sure you're not being a politician and you're giving a half-ass answer. Be clear, be specific, or call a meeting. That's RFIs.